0: Welcome to the Zad Zook's Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for The Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. So, how's it going? <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're going to get a crick in your neck doing that. Yeah. It's working. How is your neck?
0: Uh, I'm getting stitches out tomorrow. Okay. Yeah problem it's fine
1: just because you don't wear a hat no you know because you don't
0: have long hair it's just they, you know they wanted to take some okay. skin i guess it's all good it's all good oh man what a way to start this thing off huh? yeah and you know what it's it, like it, a funeral it's, it's caused to celebrate because we've hit another milestone we're at 30 episodes now wow it's, it's a, hard to believe it's already 30 it, yeah wow almost as many people have heard them too oh no so more that's than good. 30 all right like 32 there you go yeah so we've got a, a a vast array of things we're going to discuss yeah, today. You're going to talk about it because I didn't even you're gonna, dive into that. All right. So you want to talk about the <laughs> iOS slash, I guess, later. mobile game uh, Futurama, yeah. which we'll talk about later. Uh, we'll talk about or you'll talk about the cure for wellness since my DVD player decided that it didn't like it. So you didn't watch any of it. What I it just chopped around so much it uh, it wasn't worth me commenting on. Bummer. Uh, you we both have seen Preacher season one and season two is out, so right. I think it makes sense to touch up on that. Uh, I screened Chips on Blu-ray, lucky guy, and I screened in theaters Baby Driver. Uh, you actually went to a theater. I did. I was there by myself. It was great. Wow. I went uh, July third. Wow. And there was no one there. It was it was fantastic. So really it was you just me just wow what a it was great yeah it was too bad it wasn't the only the only problem that I have with the theater is I think they either have the volume too loud and it screws with the the sound Uh because it just at times sounded so modulated. And you know that... Or is it because there was no one in the theater? I don't think you it, it, No, it's just a, there are certain points where it just seems like they have it up too loud. And it messes with the audio. And you know that's there's no way a movie's going through right. production and it's going to have bad audio. Coming. No, 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 no. Right. Um, so, I mean, otherwise, I like the movie a lot. Uh, I won't give too much away Good. other than... Uh, There is a driver in his mid-20s, I would say. His name is Baby, or his nickname is Baby, uh, who is a getaway driver who works for a character called Doc, who is played by Kevin Spacey. That's great. And there's a backstory as to why he works with Doc, which is very cool. You have uh, John Bernthal from The Walking Dead fame and and now The Punisher on CW? CW. The Punisher is on Netflix only. Netflix only. Okay. Um, John Hamm from Mad Men, who plays Buddy. Great cast. Uh, Jamie Foxx as Bats. Really? Um, There's one character I really like. It's it's portrayed by an actor, C.J. Jones, who is basically Baby's caretaker, and he's blind, but he's very cool. Um, You have Lily James, who plays Deborah, who's a love interest, and Eliza Gonzalez, who plays John Hamm's significant other. Flee, really from red hot chili peppers no that's cool it. um it's very cool it's it, it's um primarily uh filmed based upon the music you're listening to so there's a lot of things that are in sync with that trunks mm-hmm. closed to the beat of the drum right or bullets are being fired to the beat of a drum uh, it's a pretty good soundtrack not bad uh, i i think it's one of edgar wright's better films Certainly is at a ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes still, with I think ninety three percent saying they liked it and it's doubled its budget money. So Wasn't
1: there something he was supposed to be doing that he didn't end up getting to do, like Ant Man?
0: Ant Man. He directed I think half of it and then left for Creative Differences. Oh. But his I mean, name's was, still on it, obviously. was right. still it was still think, a, great, it was a I, great movie. And I think it's his script. Right. But it's not it's right. not his movie. Got it. And then um I don't know what he's doing next, but I, that dude is pretty intense. I think he spends like three years working on movies nonstop and burns well, himself. Everything out. he's touched has been pretty great. Right? Yeah, I think like the lowest rating was a seventy-five on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's pretty awesome. So, uh, so that movie for me is an A. You should go see it. Uh, it may not be for everybody uh, if you don't like, you know, that style of if you film. you Don't like blockbuster action scenes? It's not. It, I would say the the biggest chase is in, is in the beginning really yeah i think from there it's sort of character development which is nice it's it's very cool um so i'll give that an a but it's not like john wick great uh it's different okay it's different it's it's uh it's meant to be a bit sentimental i would say feels that way okay like you you really want to relate to the characters and see the good guys be good and the bad guys be bad okay uh then we'll move on to chips on Blu ray. Which is a steaming pile of no, no, no. chips. Still not as bad as Masterminds. So I that watched, is our I watched it all the way through. Benchmark. It's my benchmark. For me Is it better or worse than Masterminds? Right. It's there's a lot of like toilet humor, a lot of
1: I heard they couldn't figure out if it was supposed to be an action movie
0: or just a ridiculous comedy. It's both. Right. And I mean Michael Pena is pretty good in it. But the the writing around like the there's like a, some some homophobic stuff in it. Right. There's you know a lot lot of uh, genitals being touched and rubbed and in in a, you know just so
1: just like the original TV series.
0: I mean exactly right. Um, there is a, a cameo by Eric Estrada who originally played Paunch. Is he a taxi driver? He is an ambulance uh, <laughs> uh, guy working in the back. Okay. Um, John is a former BMX champion who can't ride anymore because he has injured himself too many times. And so he's his wife is leaving him, and he decides he wants to ride motorcycles for the California Highway Patrol. And Paunch... Is an FBI agent going under a cover because there is something afoot going on in the LAPD. Got it. Uh, it's got a pretty good cast. Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, uh, that's uh, Kingpin, uh, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Um,
1: the dude from. He was in Magnificent Seven. He yeah. played,
0: and he was in Men in Black. He played one of the bad no, guys. No, but the Army movie. Oh, dude. I mean, he's been in so many things; it's crazy. I mean, he—he's—he's he's the main bad guy. Adam Brody, who was on the OC, is in it. Jane Krasinski. sure, from Malcolm in the Middle. Yep. Uh, Maya Rudolph, of course, from Saturday Night Live, yep. and Kristen Bell, who is Dak Shepherd's wife, is got in it. it. Great. Uh, this movie is a D plus. Okay. I mean, but
1: mastermind would be an F.
0: It's an F. Okay. Uh, I watched it. I made it through. You survived. I don't regret watching it. I'll never watch it again. Okay. Ever. I extras horrible. Really? (laughs) Oh, so bad. Uh, Gag reel. Yeah, but it was mostly ad libbing. Different so scenarios, linorama, meaning basically. But, uh, it, they... I mean, there were there was just a lot of there was a lot of cut scenes, deleted scenes was okay. the, was the biggest thing. Uh, Shepard introduces, which I think is kind of cool. Um, he he introduces that they hired this company to essentially create all or who has all these different vehicles for different scenarios to film because he wanted no CGI or as very minimal CGI as he could get. So they introduce those guys, and they kind of follow them around and use these different cars. It's a company called Pursuit. Okay. And they've got, like, a dune buggy, and they've got, you know, all sorts of different cars that they use in any sort of chase sequence. And so it was really important for them to not have CGI. They had a demolitions expert who did the explosions. Right. So there may be some stuff that's CGI, but it's maybe less than a second on the screen, which... You know, I appreciate right uh, some realism, which I think is probably why I could watch it all the way through and not roll my eyes at it. Mm-hmm. But the the premise of the movie is just it just doesn't have a great story. It's just will
1: they stop going back and grabbing no classic TV shows,
0: never making <laughs> stupid movies? I'm I'm stupid waiting for like over Car 54, where are you yeah. or the Munsters? They, they tried to do that. Remember, it was Mockingbird Lane? Yeah. And they did a pilot, Ugh. and they released a the pilot, and they never did another one. Right. And I actually didn't mind it. Hmm. Uh, I'm waiting for Gunsmoke. I mean, it's just it's, yeah, it's right matter to, of time. Or, or, well, they did remake Dallas, didn't they? No, they? They sure did. They extended that. Yeah. Um, Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. That would be hard for people to swallow in today's age. Um. So no, it was not. You know, but the Brady Bunch movies were more like
1: mocking the Brady Bunch TV show. Yeah, it was. It so was, it was a little.
0: If they attempted to, what they would do is like I don't remember the other TV show that they just recently did it where they they redid it. It was an all black cast, although from the seventies, it was an all white cast. It was very just really poorly written and didn't last but a season. Right. I don't remember the show, but. It doesn't really matter what it is, but if you were to do the Brady Bunch now, there would be gay characters, there would just, it would be hijinks that there was never in that, and that's, you know, you'd never be able to get it, but it is what it is. So, uh, you want to keep going? Should we just burn through a couple of these and then take a break?
1: Well, I was kind of taking a nap, but you really want me to get, hold on. Is it that bad? (laughs) I mean, Wow. (sighs) I knew Chips was going to stink, so I, you know... You should watch it. Why? You should watch There's it. There's so many great things in the galaxy. But you should Todd. watch it. You should watch. Your kid would like it, I think. Uh, so that would be more like a 17-year-old evening film. Yeah. 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 Right? It's ridiculous. He's completely hooked on the Flash right now, by the way. I don't know if you've watched any of the Flash. It's a really good TV series. It's And it's it's sucked in his entire group of 17-year-olds. Really? What does that say about a show? Really? Now I forget. He's watching it on Netflix, and that's fine, but he's watching it. Well, you know what?
0: Netflix. See, the thing with the comic book stuff, like the DC stuff, is they just put it on CW. Yeah. But I feel like with Netflix, there's a little bit more money to play there. But, all right, Flash is on
1: CW. Right. But it's the arrangement with Netflix is they're running it on Netflix,
0: and there's no commercials. And there's no commercials. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, that's I, I honestly don't know how you can watch a TV show now without watching it streamed right. with no commercials. I mean, I can't I can't watch T V in any other way. And
1: I just finished up American Horror Story the last season, the uh, Roanoke. Yeah. Was it bad or good? Grotesque. Oh. It was disgusting. Really? It, you will not find a more grotesque and disgusting season of American Horror Story. Yeah, but, I don't know if I like it yet.
0: But in terms the of... The
1: disembowelment scenes, and there were multiples.
0: But in terms of gore, oh, how would you rate it on other TV shows like The Walking Dead? on Gore? Yeah. Ten. I mean, would you rate it over Walking yes. Dead for gore? Oh, yeah. What about the uh, premiere episode this season with Negan? That's pretty hardcore. That's pretty hardcore.
1: But I'm telling you, this show has disembowelments, and they show it. Are they doing another one? Oh, yeah. But I don't know. They're not going to go back. I mean, the premise was great. Yeah. There was, you know, they bought a house in Rome. It was the Lost Colony. Nice. Okay? And that was a great idea. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. So more horror in A Cure for Wellness, which... um. I'm kind of on the fence with. It's uh, It's from director Gore Verbinski. He's done a lot of the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff, which was um, the early ones were pretty fun. I yeah. enjoyed those. Anyway, it's a long movie. It's two and a half hours long. So I got a feeling it wasn't your DVD player. You just didn't want to sit through two and a half hours of this. No, I,
0: I um, don't know what it was. But the first, I would say, 30 minutes, I maybe caught 10 of it, and I had to keep fast-forwarding and trying to back up. And I don't know if it was the disc didn't, you know, the firmware or what it was, but I was like, well, if I can't see the beginning, what's the point? Yeah, well, you wouldn't have missed anything. Let me put it
1: that way. Um, so God, in a nutshell, as they say, there's this character, a young guy named Lockhart who is told to go to a wellness institute and retrieve a um, CEO of his company, a CFO, so that they can complete this merger and save their financial institution. So that's fine. That's level one. He shows up, and there's like this flock of old people at this wellness center just really digging it and enjoying what's going on and really enjoying the water. Well-hydrated group of individuals. Um, they will not let this... Uh, Young guys see the CFO because he's very happy there and he doesn't want to leave. So the young guys getting pushback from everybody involved, uh, including the director played by Jason Isaacs. Brilliant Jason Isaacs. Uh, so the guy says, that's great. I'm leaving. He leaves, gets into a car accident, breaks his leg, wakes up in the Institute. Now he is a patient of the Institute and things start to unravel. And there is a... If you can think of any of the old Hammer horror films, mm-hmm. and if you can think of Dr. Fibes... Do you remember Dr. Fibes? No. It's hard to believe. My editor had no idea who that was. No. Vincent Price created a character called Dr. Fibes, and it's a horror show about... Uh, it's a horror film series about a guy who loses his wife... And he ends up horribly scarred, and he, he kills people in really weird ways. But, but there, there's this tie-in a little bit. I don't want to say it's Dr. Fibes, but the film really f- just gets crazier and crazier toward the end so that it literally turns into a classic monster movie. It's good. Okay. It really is good. There, a lot of critics complained about the narrative was just way too long, and the slow-burning process to get there was just painful. And the other thing about it is it's beautifully shot. It's set against the Swiss Alps and like kind of World
0: War II vintage institution look. You right. know what I mean? Well, when you told me about this, I was like, I don't even remember hearing this movie come out. Like, when did it come out? Like, was it was it limited release in the no, U.S.? No, it was a
1: full—nobody cared. I guess. It,
0: it just, like, nobody cared. So how were the special features?
1: It was weird, because there was, like, they looked, a four-minute look at the musical score. Okay, it was a weird musical score, but, and That's then they odd. had three, a trio of meditation videos. Oh. Water, air, and earth. So you watch these videos, and there's this narrator, relax, breathe in, breathe out, relax. And it's really, it's creepier than relaxing for me, because after you watch the movie, it's right. just, um. That's
0: that's really odd. Is it to make it seem like you're in the the center? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And
1: I, and I don't want to give away anything because there's a lot going on in this movie and there's this great, great backstory. Um, but I found it worth my time. I would go and rent it in a heartbeat. Okay. So I'd give it a a B, a solid B. And as far as, as you know from a guy who really likes hammer horror films and like Dr. Fives and stuff like that, Jason Isaacs is really good in it. He's very understated, and there's a lot of creepy stuff that goes on, and there's a scene in a dentist chair that is just, it'll make your skin crawl.
0: Oh. so well, Maybe I'm glad I didn't don't watch it then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it really will freak you out if you're not a big fan of going to the dentist. All right. Oh, there it is right there. See? Uh, yeah he's having a problem with a tooth
0: that's not great (laughs) especially for people who can't see what we're looking at yeah it's a picture
1: of the lead character lockhart with some level of a brace on his mouth to force it open so that they can perform some dental work lovely it doesn't go
0: well that's why people don't like going to the dentist that's right but
1: I don't think that'll happen at your local dentist
0: you office. N- you never know. I don't know. You never know. Okay, well, we'll take a break. Great. We'll come back. There's more to talk about. Thank you. We'll talk about Preacher. We'll talk about Futurama. Okay. And the box office and go from there.
1: Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I-news.com. And support the next evolution in news.
0: I am really trying very hard to now dig into other TV shows that either have been out for a while and I haven't been able to catch up now with right. Fargo that's, being done. It's what I did with uh, American Horror Story. Yeah, and um, Better Call Saul. Yeah. And I know that Game of Thrones is coming up, so I've got a really short window. Does t- that start tonight mm, or next week? I think it's next week. Okay. I, think it's, I think it's next Sunday. Got it. Um, so, uh, on a whim, after listening to an interview with Seth Rogan, who is the co-creator of... Preacher. I went back and on Hulu they had season one available, and I know season two just started. So I burned through ten episodes pretty quickly. And you said you've seen?
1: I've seen the first season the first and season. got hooked on the first episode. It was one of my favorite comics for a while. It's a it was a DC comic, the Vertigo imprint, and um, my wife was really hooked on it for a while too. Uh, it's really well done. If you, if you remember what the comic was like compared to how they set it up, It's very reverential to the the source material. So that's good.
0: There's, there's only a few things that I've seen online that people don't like, which is um, uh, Cassidy played by Joseph Gilgun, who's Scottish, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, He doesn't wear the shades as much. Cassidy is a vampire. Is a vampire. Right. A very cool vampire. He's hilarious. Yeah, um, and he and they they say they, they their complaint was is that in the comics he's never not without his sunglasses on, and in the show there's a fair amount of time where he's not wearing them. Do you want to
1: explain the premise? Because I don't even remember it.
0: Okay, so the premise is that you are in a town in quote unquote Texas, even though it's filmed in Louisiana, right? And you are. Uh, the main character is uh, is a preacher named Jesse Custer, and he is kind of a burnout and has been arrested and done numerous things and is trying to uh, carry on uh, his father's church um, in this small town in Texas. And things go south for him quickly. Uh, his uh, childhood girlfriend comes back into the picture tulip yes and uh he's surrounded by a town full of i mean basically everyone is is bad in some way shape or form and the 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 real premise of preacher is that there is this being named genesis who is trying to find a, a host body and it kind of goes through the first episode keeps finding preachers enters them and they explode And eventually it enters into Jesse Custer, and it doesn't, and he now has the power to suggest uh, things to people and make them do whatever he wants them to do. But this is classic heaven versus hell. Yes, very much so. Um, There's a pretty big twist in the finale of season one, which is pretty... It's pretty great. Pretty out there. Pretty funny. Um But uh, I don't want to give too much away other than I think if you are at all interested in really good television, very beautifully shot television, there is an an ambience to the filming of it that's almost its own character. Um, The church is very run down. There's bullets flying constantly. But it's violent. The vampire is eating people left and right. Um, Who's the owner of the company? Who's probably my favorite? Okay, he was in Watchmen. Yes, and he, uh, dude, I don't know his name. Uh, it's, um, uh, uh, I am totally, I, I have it on the tip of my tongue. It's, uh, I can it's see Earl. his face. It's, uh, Earl, Jackie, Jackie, Earl, Haley. Yes, that's okay. it. And he's the owner of a meat processing. Oh, God, uh, company. it is just gross. <laughs> Watching
1: <laughs> going through the season with him is unbelievable.
0: And there's like a pool of waste yeah. that's bubbling yeah. half the time and the whole town is powered by um uh uh what is it? It's like sulfuric uh yeah. It's it's powered by like a sulfur uh treatment facility. Right. That's how they use their energy. Um there's a character called Arse Face, and his face looks like a butthole because he, he shot himself in the face. With a shotgun. Uh, and he didn't finish the job. And he didn't finish the job. It's just really out there.
1: But this is very, very, very close, I think, to what Garth Ennis and
0: Steve Dillon were trying to do with the comic book. Well and what, what they I, did with the comic book. And what I like about it is that when Seth Rogan and his partner Evan uh Goldberg Goldberg bought the rights to it, it was because Rogan was a huge fan of the yeah. comic and they have directed the first two episodes of each season to sort of set the tone yep and the writing is phenomenal and and it's it's a huge departure in my opinion from their other work um but it's crazy and in season 2 um they leave the small town in Texas and they're kind of on the run and they're looking for someone um, Which is
1: what the comic book is more about. They they travel across the country causing problems, right? So
0: and it's very cool, and a lot goes on, and a lot of really crazy. Highly things. recommended. Yes, and so I'm into. I'm caught up on season two. Okay, so get it, watch it, enjoy it. It's violent, but you'll like it. Okay, so you want to go over? Let's do Futurama.
1: Yep. So there was this. And I don't know
0: how big of a fan you were. I was a marginal fan yeah. of the show. Yeah. I mean, I watched it a lot when it was on reruns, and then I caught a little bit of it when they revised it. Twice
1: canceled, but always on TV show. Yes. From Fox and Cartoon Network. Sounds
0: familiar with Fox, doesn't it? it Seems like yeah. There's a couple other shows they've canceled and brought back.
1: Futurama,
0: Worlds of Tomorrow, uh a Matt Groening a original f- production.
1: They uh came up with an original story with the head writer David X. Cohen and Matt, and it's about something called the Hypnotoad causing a rift in the galaxy, and you have to get together the old pizza Planet Express crew gang and, and find these artifacts. It is a freemium title. Freemium. It's from the same guys, I believe, who did The Family Guy of and course. The Simpsons.
0: Now, The Simpsons Simpsons was...
1: did Electronic Arts. So Electronic Arts, that concept was moved over to The Family Guy right. and The Family Guy.
0: Right. Family Guy, it seemed like every time you turned around, you had to go get different things, and you had a certain amount of time to get it. And if you couldn't get it, then you lost out on it. So I always heard of people dropping ridiculous amounts of money so that they could get these things, and then you never did anything with them.
1: So kind of the difference here is um, everything you do has a time period applied to it, meaning if you want Amy to recharge her cell phone, it's an hour. If you want Hmm. um, Bender to get something, uh, you're going to have to wait two hours. If you want the professor... To do something wacky, you gotta. It's gonna take two, three, four hours. Okay, so so for, so how do they solve that? They solve it with you're collecting things, and one of the things you can collect as the currency is pizza slices. Pizza slices are really hard to come by in this universe. Um, there's a billboard in the middle of the new, new New York area where you can watch a really bad commercial for another game mm-hmm. and get one pizza slice. The problem with this game is there's so much to do, which is great. There's lots of amazing tributes to all the characters. They couldn't be more on with everything in this universe. It looks just like it. It's all great. But you can't do any of it because it takes forever to get anything. And the problem is... These pizza slices are impossible to find, and they want you to spend money.
0: This was the complaint I had with Family Guy and why I got disinterested with it really quickly. The premise was great. The characters were there. But any you wanted to do anything, you had to have the resources to do it, and you could never get it in time. See, luckily, I, I and I'll give you an example of what
1: you just said, but it's like 3,500 pizza slices is $99. Who, in their right mind, would ever buy that for this game when you could go buy an xbox one game yeah for
0: 40 50 bucks 60 bucks and get a brand new that's my frustration with these games is i would love to i mean these characters and these these towns are so popular why not make it on a platform
1: or why not offer it i mean are people so fed up with spending money to buy an app that they just don't do it anymore no I would if I was a huge future if if they built a, a game on the live action Batman show from the sixties yeah I'd drop twenty thirty dollars to play that game of course to you have would. the ability to play that
0: and go you through would. it yeah of course you would
1: so here's a great example of of frustration for the player uh, on the July Fourth weekend you could buy the Watergate Hotel. With these two characters, which is Spiro Agnew's body Mm -hmm. and Richard Nixon's disembodied head in a jar. Mm -hmm. Those characters were on the show. Right. It was, you know, very funny at the time when they had them. But to do that, it's 375 pizza slices.
0: Yeah, so you have to To get
1: that, you would have to spend roughly 15 bucks to get that character in the hotel.
0: That's unbelievable. And people are buying it. You know they are. You know they are. Yeah. And I, I, I'm stunned.
1: Like I said, they
0: did a fantastic job with this game, but it's but, ridiculous. But all these games, like all these like games of war or or like tower defense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only way to win is you have to it's spend money. It's all in app purchase now, and it's frustrating because I worry you've seen some dabbling take place on xbox on game games. centers right on yeah where it's like oh well for 299 you can buy this expansion pack or costumes or stuff yeah, like that. yeah and it's right. just like come on i want to spend 50 bucks and i want the game and that's it the only thing that
1: those companies have done right with with the xbox releases and the ps4 releases is they offer you when you initially buy the game that you can get a season's pass right So you're paying an extra 20 bucks or whatever, but you get all
0: the the downloadable content as it's produced. Yeah. So that's fair. So speaking of video games and systems in general, did you see that they are coming out with the Super Nintendo? I sure did. And I'm totally getting that when it comes out. Every one of those games, I was a huge fan of and played them for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Now,
1: I was more an Atari kind of guy and a Sega Genesis guy, and I've just found out they're releasing those in the same yep. kind of format, yep.
0: vintage yep. console looking, yep. and I can't wait for those. The best game I ever played was a Nintendo GameCube game and it was Mario Tennis. And if they ever do a standalone uh
1: Well didn't that port over to the Wii? No. Where you could play with your little rackets and stuff? No, this
0: was very different. I played this when I worked night crew at a toy store. Okay. And we didn't work and instead played video games. Nice. And it was really fun. But, I mean, they have claimed, Nintendo has claimed that they have fixed the production problem and you should have no problems getting this system when it comes out in September. Great. I will believe it when I see it. Okay. So, another game platform for us to review, I guess. Sure. Sure. So, I'm excited about that, though. So, you got anything coming out next week? What do we... uh... Uh, So,
1: they finally released The Fifth Element for its 20th anniversary on 4K UHD. They had released it previously. They remastered it in 4K on Blu-ray, but now we're going to get to see what it looks like in pure 4K UHD. So, that'll be fun. Great film. Love that film. Home run. Along with that, they released Luke Besson's... uh, Leon the Professional on 4K UHD. Love that movie, Very too. Very hot. Uh, the latest Fast and Furious is now available on 4K this Tuesday. So we will definitely take like a look at that next week. Um, what? Kong Skull Island. Is that coming uh, out? Soon. Soon? Soon. Another week. Yeah. But the Fast and Furious thing made like a billion bucks. So it was another massive cash grab. And a lot of people seem to enjoy it, though. I don't know what to tell you.
0: I mean, in some ways, Spider-Man coming out this week is a massive cash grab, right? They're basically just introducing this character in another standalone movie.
1: And I don't feel so great about that, the way they do this all the time. No. I mean, we're up to our third Spider-Man. I'm worried about Iron Man. Well, I think... what, What have I read that... He's not going to do it much longer. No, he's done. He's, he's done, done after
0: this. The a- Avengers four, right, is his last one. So
1: I hope they don't reboot it because he was by far the best.
0: How can you have Tony anyone, Stark ever? I, how can you have anybody else do it? I don't know who, I sh- who, who else could play that other than Robert Downey Jr. That's a perfect nobody. role for him. And
1: I should mention uh, our condolences to Stan Lee. He lost his wife this week yeah she was 93 I think 93 94 he's 94 and uh he's still running the convention circuit it's I'm thrilled I mean he is the last warrior one of the last warriors from that generation the guys who
0: really gave us all these great characters and wasn't his wife with him a lot oh yeah very much I mean I feel like uh I feel like she was around a lot so the celebrity deaths are starting to get pretty depressing there's it's tough lo- to get old. Yeah, I, I guess you know it's just rough. So number one at the box office, <laughs> Spider Man. So <laughs> we're Stan, closing out with a real upbeat. Stan, I guess I don't know what to say, pal. But these things are just home runs over yeah. and over and over again. I'm
1: gl- I am glad. The, I'm glad he lived to see it. Okay, I, I'm glad he lived to see it because he knew these characters were great. You know.
0: Yeah, I think that. I mean, from what I've read, is what makes the movie so good is that all the big elements happen when he's not wearing the suit. Right. Like the big character sort of build. Right. But it also helps that Iron Man's in it, too. Yeah. So I don't know that you can go wrong there. Cool. All right. So until next week, uh, I am Todd Stowell. I am... Okay. Marginally Joe I'm
1: marginally Joe Zagowski.
0: Thank you. All right. And, you know, find us online. For Pete's sakes, find us online. YouTube. Stitcher. Tuned in, Stitcher, uh, find it on your, your Alexa app.
1: You should, in theory, accidentally stumble across us for something. Somebody, sh-
0: somebody <laughs> will. One Desperation. Day. Yeah.